Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. we got Dr. Lessie will be coming in with uh, Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. Let's get right back to Gail, who had a, a real quick question she said. Hey, Gail. Oh, hi. So my next question's on um, email. Uh-huh. And I have an old SBCGlobal.net account. you got to get rid of that. Yeah, it's um, traded hands, I guess. It's Yahoo. And yeah. AT&T might be housing it now. I'm not even sure if that's Who knows true. where it is? Um, this is kind of a generic question on email in general. The, um, a friend of ours notified us that they, they got an email from our account, mm-hmm. and it was uh, w- w- one of those ones where they put a single line, click on me, look at this. Right. And... Um, I understand that somebody could have my password and be in my account and sending out emails from my account. I don't see anything in sent, though. But um, but can they take my email address, you know, which is out there, and spoof it yeah. and pretend but never even be in my account? Yes. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I still am going to change it on my snow project along with my financial computer. There you go. Um, this afternoon and change it on all the devices and Good. all that. But I was just wondering if it if it could have nothing to do with my account per se. Yes, they um, can spoof your email address and make it look like it's coming from you. Mm-hmm. Um, could it be a problem on his end? Somebody has broken into his account and they're... Um, probably not. No. But again, if if people are using the same passwords for their email that they're using for other things, um, and these accounts have been around for a long time, and people don't tend to change their passwords, uh, eventually they're known. And the bad guys have nothing but time. And they just go through the list and say, oh, okay, Gail Winstead, she's at sbcglobal.net, and her password is, I don't know. What's your password, Gail? Oh, it's the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> and so whenever they put it in there, you know, they put that password in, and if it works, that's great, and then they move on, they start to, to mess with you. Okay. Although, you know, one time I did get an email, I think I found it in spam, yeah. where they did have the an old password. Sure. And, you know, they said, hey, we know where your this is your password, and we've right. been watching you. And right. I'm like, oh, it must be bored. Well, but, they're trying um, to trick you. They're, they'll, they'll, that'll creep people out, and people will think they've been gotten. And then they'll try. Then they'll actually, if they have been doing things they shouldn't be doing, then they'll actually respond to that. <laughs> or if it was still an active password, they it's would even certainly. worse. Yeah, yeah, it's even worse. Go in and change it first of all. Yeah. But uh, 
I would say that, uh, you know, I get those emails again in my junk mail. I check them. But um, I don't have a camera attached, so they, they claim they've got video of me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little piece of paper on top of my camera, so yeah. I guess my video is kind of blurry. There you go, Gail. All right. All right. Thank you um, very much for all your help. I really enjoy your show. Thanks. And I always pick up a tip or two. Well, good luck on the snow project. <laughs> all right. Thank all right. You. All right. Bye-bye. Let's go on to Watertown, and John wants to talk about GPS. What's going on, John? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you, sir? Good. You had mentioned earlier about a physical barrier um, yeah. for tractor trailers that they went up. You, can't, um, you cannot do that because of the liability. Because if a truck hits it at 60 miles an hour and it blows into pieces and it hits three cars behind the truck, not to mention the damage that happens to the truck, there's going to be too much liability. Make it a foam barrier. I don't care what it is. Make it just a gantry that scares them a little bit. Like what they have to, you know, how you're driving into a uh, a parking garage and you always feel like you have to duck, even though your car obviously is not going to do anything. You're ducking because it's so low. Agreed. Some sort of foam barrier that makes the truck say, "Oh, wait a minute, this seems a little bit ominous. Well, Maybe I shouldn't be going through this little square here." Yeah, like a little flip sign that goes around. If you hit it, it doesn't do any damage. It just flips around. Yeah, a little foam right. thing. I hear but you, John. The, you're probably right. Problem. The problem is if you hit it at 60 miles an hour, you're going to do damage on yeah. a kind of barrier. Yeah, what, right. you could do, what you could do is put up something electronic that reads the height of whatever is entering the merit, and then you could put up a giant blinking sign behind it that says, You idiot, you're about to hit a... Yeah, and notify uh, uh, the state police at the same that, time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if you had a sign that said, hey, buddy in the white truck, you're about to right. smack into a uh, bridge abutment in a couple of miles. Yeah, that. so yeah, you're improving on our idea here, right? So yeah, right. you're probably right the lar- that there'd be some liability. Correct. The, well, larger, the larger problem is distracted driving and, and traffic. You're right. However, John, the, the one thing... People are not paying attention. You're right, but Blumenthal actually alluded to the liability on the Waze and Google side of not doing anything, believe it or not. If you watch some of his interviews, he acts like it's their responsibility to inform these ding-dongs on the Merritt Parkway that they shouldn't be on the highway. It's, it's Waze's liability for the ones sending them down this road to avoid 95. That's just as ludicrous. You and I are old enough to recognize that Mr. Blumenthal has an agenda. <laughs> well, I'm not sure what the agenda is, frankly, but I think it's only to get on TV. But um, your point is well taken. Distracted driving is a big issue, and yeah, and you're right. We obviously don't want a 60 mile an hour truck whacking any kind of thing. It's going to be down there. But even if you put a square box that looked a little tight, you'd think the guy would be like, hmm, you know. Well, even if you put up a billboard sized sign that's already there that says no commercial vehicles. Yeah. Yet we still witness tractor trailers on the merit. Right. Uh, you know, there was one on the merit about two weeks ago because right. I watched them go over my head. <laughs> oh, jeez. It ha- it happens. Yeah. Because people are not paying attention. So. Right. And there are actually authorized trucks that do are, are authorized to go on the merit because they have to deliver all sorts of supplies to those uh, stations, right? Those Correct. gas stations. And those, and those are uh, those are very limited, and those right. and those um, providers, for what it's worth recognize the high restrictions that are on those roads. Exactly. Well, John, I appreciate the call, sir. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. 
All right. So he's right. I mean, obviously, you guys, I guess our idea of one of those little warning signs that goes bang right into the top of the truck is <laughs> maybe a little too uh, heavy handed. But yeah, I like the idea of electronic one that says, hey, you broke the beam here. Hey, buddy, if you're driving the truck, you just broke that it'll beam. It'll be farther enough down where it'll flash in front of them. Yeah. And then the other thing is, is take a picture of the plate and send it off to the uh, state police at the same time and yeah. have them. Well, poor state police have enough to do, I well, think. I but know you're that, right. But still. Let's go on to uh, Joe in Litchfield next. What's going on, Joe? Hi, it's Dorothy, actually. He's <coughs> cooking. <laughs> oh, okay. What's going on, Dorothy? Yeah, we got into the conversation when you were talking about cutting the cord, and when we got our notice that I'm going up $123. Wow. The same services I receive right now. My goodness. Um, we said this is it. <laughs> yep, this is it. All right. So the question is, um, is there a different Internet? other than the particular cable company we use that would be good to use. So all of them are going to try to pull that little scam on you where they increase your price, whether it's a you know DSL provider or cable provider. Uh, but to start off, yes, you could go to the alternative, which is generally, if you're lucky, one alternative in your area, and it'd be DSL. Won't be as fast as cable, but you don't need that much bandwidth. Is it just you and your husband? Yes. So if you could get about 25 to 50 megabits of bandwidth, from your DSL provider, and they gave you a nice, cheap introductory offer, that would be an alternative where you could punt the cable company and go over to the DSL provider and just say, hey, I only want internet. I only want 25 to 50 megabits of speed at your lowest price possible. And then you go ahead and and, uh, cut the the TV out because you're going to be using a streaming service for your TV going forward. So then you could go to gonetspeed.com. Well, he, she's in Litchfield. I understand. Yeah, we don't no. have it. I checked. <laughs> Did you actually put in that you wanted it, though? Yes. Okay, good. You've yeah, done yeah. everything that Bob was going to suggest. Person, the new person that came in is, had talked about it in her campaigning, so I'm going to write a letter to her. There you go. She brought yeah. it up in her campaigning? Well, that that's something she was looking into and yeah. getting into the fiber. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So we shall see. Yeah. So how, you're, you're, how much is your cable company going to charge you now if you didn't do anything? $123 more. So right now we're paying uh, $211, which is $10 cheaper than... You're paying 211 now and they're going to charge you 123 more? Well, I, I put the same services that it's gone up next to it and it comes that you, much higher. Wow. You, do you also have your phone and television through them? We do, and that's the other question. What can I do about phones? You probably have a big package. Yeah, get you, rid of your phone, period. Just, but where do I go for phone then? Because we like the, the landline kind of phone. You know, it's a cable phone. But All right, so here's, what's, here's the thing. we got to stop it. we just got to stop. Cut that <laughs> landline. Do you have a cell phone? Yeah, we're not good on those. But they're just phones. They make they make phone, uh, cell phones that are like base stations that you can have for your house, and you could go with that. It's like a landline, but it's a cell phone. You could do that, or you could use a product called Uma. Uma is a free telephone service. It's a voice over IP service. You would port your phone number from the cable company over to Uma, and the only monthly cost would be your all the War of eighteen twelve fees they have on our on our old landlines. So you get to pay for the taxes for that, the War of eighteen twelve, all the FCC fees, this and that. Uh, so your your phone bill will be five bucks a month, let's say, worth of taxes and fees. How do you spell Uma? O O M A. O O M A. Yeah. You can just sign up with that on the internet. You can sign up for that on the internet. 
port your number over so your number gets ripped away from Comcast over to you. We can, we can post a link to yeah, Uma. we will. Okay, great. And also, uh, <clears throat> I'd be interested in knowing about that cell phone base, base station you're talking about. All right, Bob, we'll try to find a link for that. Yeah. I've never heard of what he was talking about, but he'll, he'll find a link for that for you. <laughs> All right, Dorothy? All right. And the other thing is the recording. I we, know you use something. Recording? What do you mean, recording? If you wanted to record a, st- a movie or something. So your DVR technology would be built into your, your uh, streaming service. Okay. And because it's, let's say YouTube TV, right? Uh, okay. you, you almost don't need to record anymore because you can actually watch every movie that's on every channel they make available. So if you're a fan of TNT or you're a fan of AMC or whatever the channel it is, if you look down in the movie uh, descriptions of all the movies available on YouTube TV, those movies are there for you already recorded. Oh, so okay. you don't need to do it anymore. I see. Well, that sounds really good. Yeah, the cost is about $49 for YouTube TV per month. But you've, if you're going to be looking at spending $300... I know, that's impossible. For the two of you? I know. I mean, impossible. my goodness, you guys could go out to dinner much more often if you got rid of your <laughs> all your entertainment costs here. Okay. All right. All right. So, um, I guess... Oh, the other question was we had signed up for WebRoot on our uh, computers. Great. And they said there was nothing available... For our cell phones, because we have the open DNS. So, what is there? Is there an antivirus for your cell phone? Yeah, you could use ESET if you're not able to find one for your uh, for your cell phone. ESET is a popular antivirus. It's free. Okay. All right, and you have something on your line for that too. Probably, yep. I can put a link up there today if we have to. Not a problem. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Eric. I all hope right. we're all set. All right, Dorothy. Good luck, and let us know how much you saved after you do your changes. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Cutting that cable three hundred dollars a month for your cable, your phone, your TV. That's a luxury car payment, is what that is. A luxury car payment to the internet companies. What have we done? Oh, NetSpeed, please come to Bristol. Yeah, please come to Southington. All right, we're going to take a quick break here, I guess, and get back to more of your calls. we got uh, no lines open for you. They're ringing, they're ringing like crazy today. I'm not sure what it is. You guys are all running out to get your milk and bread. We appreciate it. We'll be right back. back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Let's get right to your calls. The lines are all jammed up here. We'll go to our resident groupie, Danny. What's going on, Danny? Danny, you there? Danny, you there going once? I heard, I know you're there. Hello? Hey, Danny. What's hey, going on? How are you doing? Good. Listen, um, I've got a question. My wife you know, has that Windows 7 computer. We're going to get a new one. Yeah. But in the meantime, can she use her um, Galaxy tablet to do online shopping safely with her credit card? Yes, of course. Okay, well, I just wanted to check. Yep, and she can still use her Windows Seven machine. I mean, it's not gonna not gonna blow up on her. Well, I was just worried about the security of using the credit card. I, yep, it's just it hasn't. It's not like it's changed between uh, the fourteenth or the fifteenth and, and now. Uh huh. So you're, you're she's still okay. All right, and we're going to get a new computer, the like uh, President's Day sale next month. Okay. What kind of specs would you recommend? Like, uh, with you, you like uh, you'd like an HP, right? Uh, HP is a good brand. Uh, I five processor, eight gigs of RAM, uh, solid state hard drive, Windows ten. Those are your basics. Oh, okay. And, right. and uh, how about um, a terabyte of? Um, 
how, how big well, would... Well, solid-state hard drive is probably going to cost you a lot more money, so you don't want to go to a terabyte unless you have a lot of pictures and stuff. Uh, you could do a 256 solid-state or a 512 solid-state, and that would give you plenty of performance and a good amount of storage. You could always add external storage if you need more, or you could add a secondary drive, a mm-hmm. standard drive for your other storage, like a terabyte you know, spinning drive, as we call them, 7200 RPM drive. Yeah, the, the i5, that's the, the best new processor? No. Um, i5 is a good middle-of-the-road processor. Uh, i5, i7 is the next level up, and then also is an i9 uh-huh. out there. So, But those i7s and i9s we usually design and build for our CAD clients. So oh, okay. uh, it's so probably more than you that. need. Hey, speaking of high-speed Internet, you know, there's um, uh, 60 more satellites going up in three days, and he's going to put 60 up every two weeks. I heard it. Yeah, I know. I know. And they say that his... Uh, latency is going to be faster and better coast to coast than uh op- than fiber fiber optic hmm i don't know if that's possible but we'll see i'm not going to doubt him they, 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 there's a guy there's a, a real good video from this guy from mit okay and uh you know he, he they got the speed test and everything like the projections cool uh, hey and, if um, it's true it's great well, when it comes to Musk, you almost have to see it actually happen to believe it before. He likes to overpromise and underdeliver. So let's just see what happens. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> you, got, you can't trust him until uh, you actually see it. Remember those, that unbreakable glass? How well did that go? Yeah, well, the stock went over $500. Yeah, you're, you're winning now on that. Yeah. Okay, man. Thanks a lot. You got it, Danny. Yeah, he, Bob had a story about Musk is going to get some $350 million payment if he hits a certain level of the stock price, right, Bob? That's correct, yeah. yeah so that's he gets good. a big raise the, fa- the faster his company grows. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Let's go to uh, Barbara in Wallingford. What's going on, Barbara? Hi. Hi. Um, got a question for you. I was listening, and I heard you talk about the um, uh, Windows 10 yeah. Problem. Yep. We got an email this morning. Uh huh. And we have Windows 10, and so I called Norton because we have Norton Security. What was the email? LifeLock, and um, I called them to find out about this. What was the email, Barbara? And, oh, I'm sorry. The email was saying it was from. Uh, I guess it was. It was from Norton. Okay. Said, All right. That it was from Norton. And I wasn't sure if it was true or not because of all the different uh, things that are going on. Gotcha. So I called Norton. Yeah. And they said, no, as we have no nothing to worry about as long as we didn't have Windows Seven and went to Windows Ten. We we have Windows Ten. Yeah. So they're a little behind in the uh, news department, unfortunately, Barbara. So there is an issue going on? Yes. There's a major issue that you need to update your Windows 10, and the folks at Norton should have known that. Um, it's brand-new news. Um, so depend, their training must not have gotten down their, their, their chart there for their flow to say, yes, there is a need to update your Windows 10. Um, that's all there is to it. You just need to update Windows 10. If it's set to automatically update, you're probably all set. Um, it might be because I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm computer illiterate, so that's forgive okay. me. Um, but, Chan- chances um, are pretty have, good. We do our Norton updates okay. ourselves All right. every before we go on the computers. Okay, sure. Now, as far as Microsoft, I should go into Microsoft and update it through. Yeah, Bob, you want to walk her through forcing an update on Windows Ten? Well, 
If you hit the little uh, flag, the little square flag on Windows 10, and as soon as it comes up, type in Windows Update. And type Windows Update? Yeah, if you just type in Windows, uh, actually, don't even you don't even get through of it. Uh, let's say type in W-I-N-D-O. One of the options, the second one down, should be like check for updates. So then you click on that. It'll bring up a little box, and there's a little uh, check box there that says check for updates. You check that. It'll go out and check with Microsoft, and it'll tell you the last date that you uh, checked for updates. Right. And if there's any available, it'll automatically start to download them and install them. So that'll force the okay. issue for you. Do you need the, your password and stuff? No, for? no. No. So you just go to the little box, yep. the little flag box. Yep. Check for okay. updates, force the updates down. Um, but so, yeah, Norton's a little behind. This is big news, unfortunately. The NSA never voluntarily tells a company about its vulnerabilities because generally it wants to leverage them themselves, right, against our state enemies. But because this is such a big problem, the NSA was willing to let Microsoft know about this big security hole. So clearly the folks okay. at Norton are a little behind the times. All right? Well, it was weird because it came, the email came from Norton. Yeah, again, they may, the right and the left hand may not be on the same page, Barb. I got to go. Thank you very much. You're welcome. We'll be right back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock, and uh, the lines are all jammed up. I do thank you for joining us on this uh, future snowy Saturday as you're out getting your milk and bread to prepare for the monstrous six inches of snow we're going to get. And uh, be afraid, be very afraid. Let's go to uh, uh, your calls. CJ in Lebanon next. CJ, what's going on? Well, guys, I have uh, some questions about uh, storage. I... I'm wavering between a, a personal cloud and a solid-state external hard drive. Okay. Uh, spoke with a noted manufacturer uh, after I actually went out and bought a personal cloud mm -hmm. unit. Like a NAS, um, a personal NAS unit, like a Western Digital unit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the, but after I bought it, I started reading about. It. I haven't set it up. But I started reading that uh, it it's kind of wonky they haven't quite caught up with uh i i'm an apple victim and uh they uh, haven't caught up to catalina yet so there's a lot of oh. extra stuff that needs to happen to make it work so gotcha. i decided that might not be for me right. i'd rather have something that's uh current and and will take me into the future as opposed to something that i'm going to have to play catch up with yeah so are uh, you are you going to use this storage while you're mobile or is it going to be pretty much when you're only using the machine well, that, that's the question. I, I talked to uh, uh, another manufacturer at length who was really helpful uh, and asked a lot of questions about, just as you just did, uh, what I'm going to use it for. I, I like the idea of having access to it mobile because I'm sharing information between my phone and my computer and my iPad and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not mandatory for business or, or anything of that nature. It's more just, you know, accessing things because I happen to be somewhere and 
I want to grab a picture or a document or something. But okay. uh, by the same token, um, the other thing I'm looking at is security and not having to pay a fee every month, which is why I wanted to do it the personal way. And yeah. I've been steered away from the cloud notion to a, a, a solid state drive, mm-hmm. uh, which would be more of a backup thing. But And, of course, that would free up the, the free cloud stuff that I already get from Apple, which is why I got into this exercise to begin with, because I'm sort of at the end of that right. that range. Uh, and I'm not looking to pay money every month to somebody to, to hold my stuff and, and right. you know, have, potentially have it be at risk. Yep. And it's not easy to get off that that cloud, is it? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's going to be a painstaking emailing every single piece that I want to take somewhere else. Yeah, they make it difficult. So yeah. I think you've done some of the due diligence back and forth. It really comes down to the you know how often you think you're going to access this stuff while you're mobile. So if right. you wanted a local NAS or a local hard drive like you're considering, then you wouldn't have access to it mobile, right? It'll just be right. on your on your computer when you when you need it. And you could always right. just use the cloud storage for that that data that you occasionally want to look at remotely. Exactly. So exactly. it sounds like you're on the right you're on the right track. I'm sorry, Catalina. Catalina's not alone with a lot of their issues with updates. With with, there's a lot of hardware out there that's not really ready for Catalina. Yeah, from what, yeah, we've, what I've seen. That's what I've read. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to know if, if there was a direction that I could go, but it sounds like uh, sounds like I'm I'm on the path. It sounds like you're on the path, unless there's an Apple specific uh, device, but I couldn't recommend no, one because we don't play no, in that storage. I'm, much. And I'm not. I'm not looking at that either. I just. I. I. I went out and bought the Western Digital Cloud, and then I did some additional reading before I opened the box. And yeah. I was Like, oh, this may not be it. So I. I called Seagate. Yep. Yep. And uh, and they, they didn't. They didn't put me into a product. They talked to me about my needs and and, yeah. and the direction, Good. which I it was. I found refreshing. Nice. That yeah. They weren't trying to sell me something. Yep. Um, but they were trying to, you know, help me figure out what it was that I actually needed that will, you know, take me through, you know, whatever my next computer ends up being. Right. Yep. Backup is really the key, CJ. Yes, absolutely. And that's, that's my concern. So I, I appreciate your input yeah. and, uh, I'll I'll go buy something now. All right, good luck. <laughs> Thanks. All right, bye bye. Let's go on to uh, Joe in Berlin. What's going on, Joe? Yes, uh, I'm trying to cut the cord, but I want to try to do it correctly. So, all right. Um, one of the things is if you go with uh, the streaming stuff, you yeah. need uh, a device on each TV. Correct. Okay. Uh, what do you recommend for that? I like, and I did a lot of research, the NVIDIA Shield okay. as as my streaming device. Um, that's what I chose. I did a lot of research. NVIDIA is one of the biggest names in video when it comes to CAD video and CAD uh, display and processing power. And I'm an Android fan, so both the NVIDIA and the fact that it's running Android operating system is perfect for me. Okay, um, and now I was looking at uh, Best Buy. They're, they got two models. There's a TV Pro, and then there's a 8GB-4K. Right. You just uh, look at the the, the uh, individual uh, features of each. Um, being the geek that I would be, I would go to the Pro. That's just me. But but look at what the features are of both of those devices by just going to NVIDIA. It'll list the two 
the two devices, and you can choose whether or not the spending a little bit more money on the Pro is worth it for you. Okay. It has to do with 4K upscaling. If you don't have a high-end 4K television um, to take advantage of the upscaling that uh, NVIDIA is going to try to do for you, um, then it's not worth paying for that technology. Okay. Okay. The next question. Uh, oh, a uh, couple weeks ago, there was a, a gentleman from Florida mm-hmm. asking about uh, uh, moving from a, a seven window to a ten uh, window yeah. machine, yep. and he had the PC relocator. Well, I had the same thing, and I found PC Mover Pro uses that cable, and I had no problem switching over to my new computer. Really? PC Mover did it for you? Yeah. Well, then that's new on us. You've, you've taught us something, Joe. We haven't found a tool like that, Bob, have we? A PC Mover? And what it was is I partitioned my new computer, yeah. uh, kind of old school, yeah. and I had no problems uh, moving from the old partitions uh, on the old computer to the new ones. Nice job. Well, we, then we, we stand to learn something, right? You haven't seen that out there in the field, have you, Bob? Well, some of our techs have uh, some sort of a PC mover software, but mm-hmm. they don't share it. Mm, that's a whole <laughs> other problem. All right, so you haven't used it then, though? I haven't used it, no. Okay. Yeah, it's PC Mover Pro. I'll so. take a look at it ourselves. Thanks very much, Joe. Okay, now the other question was uh, router and modem. Yeah. Now, uh, before the news, I heard you say the switch over to uh, uh, a phone service, uh, cut the cord. Yeah. And uh, that'd be and, Uma. Okay, I got that written down. Uh, but I had gotten a Netgear router. Nice. And modem. Uh, the modem had an internet. With voice for Comcast. Mm. Uh, I'm just wondering if I need to return that and get a different modem. Yeah, you aren't, you're going to get rid of your phone line from Comcast as well. So you just want to get a Internet-only capable modem. Okay. To support just the Internet from Comcast. And you're okay. going to tell Comcast you're going to only need their slowest Internet service. Okay. <clears throat> as far as router... Uh, yeah, you have the Netgear, right? That's nice. Yeah, uh, there's a... There's a couple different ones, and I wasn't exactly sure. Uh, I have some old uh, Cat 5 uh, lines, mm. and the router I got uh, didn't have ports for using those. So uh, oh. it's a, more just a wireless uh, router. Okay, so maybe there are. I'm actually in the market for a new router myself, and I'm doing some research currently. Um, but we can put some links up there from CNET, which is rate, which tries to rate, and I'm not sure CNET is necessarily always the most unbiased, um, but they have some ratings for different levels of routers that are out there, ranging in price from $100 up to $300 in price. And it'll depend on what you're trying to do. In your case, you just need a, a few gigabit ports there for Cat 6 or Cat 5 wiring to go into the back of it. You need a good wireless antenna. Um, and anything current these days is going to be plenty of power for most people. And so if you spend between 100 and $200 on your router, you'll be in good shape. Um, but CNET does try to do, I think, sort of-ish, sort of unbiased-ish uh, reviews 
on different brands of routers out there, and you get the quote-unquote editor's choices. Um, but like I said, I'm in the market right now because my old Linksys 1900 ACS's 5G isn't broadcasting anymore, and uh, it's time for me to change. I've had it for about five years now, so okay, it's time to upgrade. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, good luck, Joe. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Cutting the cable. That's good. We're happy for you, very much happy for you. Let's go to Joe and Canton next. What's going on, Joe? Joe and Canaan, how you doing? Oh, sorry, Canaan, you are right. That is exactly what he put on there. Go ahead. What's going on, sir? So I'm listening to you guys, and you're telling me that I don't need 200 speed for uh, internet. Internet. Yeah, I am telling you that, sir. Yep. Because even though I have four TVs, two Xboxes, four phones, two Chromebooks, yep. two Fire Sticks, yep. so... I don't need that much speed. Correct. It's 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 a misnomer. It's the internet companies trying to sell you a big pipe. It comes down to think of the internet as your water line. I get that. If you think of it that way, how many faucets, how many toilets, how many showers do you have, Joe? And your internet and your water line is X width. Joe, do you watch all those devices at the same time? Well, my kids are up in their rooms. They got their TVs on. Sure. They're, they're they're FaceTiming. Oh, yeah. And they're playing Xbox, and yep. I'm downstairs either on my computer watching TV. My wife's probably on her computer. Yep. So, I mean, there's a lot going on. But you don't and need that much we, bandwidth. We had Frontier, and they could only give us six. Well, yeah, six is too little. I agree with that. So, so I switched to Xfinity, and they said, well, you need at least 200. Yeah. All those devices, you need so. I bought the package. It was sixty nine bucks at the time. By the time I got done, by the time I got done, it was one hundred twenty bucks a month. Ooh, surprise, surprise! Yeah, because they they're leasing me a router. They're leasing me a, mm-hmm. a, a cable box for one of the TVs. Yeah. Oh, really? And you have a cable box on top of that too? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, Joe, you don't need that so, much bandwidth. I promise, sir. So if I if I call them up and cancel, I got thirty days. If I call them up and cancel everything, and just get fifty, and my own router, that's enough. They probably won't give you fifty as an option. They're going to probably get you as minimum as a hundred. Yep. And the answer is yep. That's plenty. And your own router, yep. And the amount of money you're going to save, you're going to send thirty uh, percent of it. In a check, in a self, you can address it over to here. <laughs> just kidding. Um, you're going to save a ton of money. And uh, if you if if I'm wrong, Joe, what's what's the worst thing to happen if for some reason you somehow need more bandwidth than I can possibly imagine? You're going to call them and ask them for more bandwidth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Always go with the more conservative versus paying for the floodgates. Well, and either way, Joe, you can buy your own uh, cable modem right. and not pay that monthly rent. Right. Oh, really? So buy your own modem, buy your own router, and just pay for internet and. Uh, just make sure it's a supported router for your internet provider. Yeah. Yeah, for Xfinity. My other question is, what is this open DNS stuff? That's a way to, A, it's going to improve your performance on your network. Your internet's going to be faster by not using Comcast's uh, DNS. You're going to have open DNS, which is a Cisco product. It's free, and it's going to greatly secure your network, uh, giving you the ability to control where your kids go on the Internet should you want to add that additional security and say, hey, they can't go here, they can't go there. Um, And anybody who comes into your network will be under those same rules. And it will greatly reduce your chances of being hit with malware because you're not going to be going down some bad areas of the Internet. It's free. 
And how do I set it up? Uh, we have links over and over again over at computertalkwithtab.com over to the uh, OpenDNS uh, configuration information. You're going to set it up within your router. You're going to set it up. It's yeah. just putting in IP addresses so that when you hand out uh, an IP address for a device, the, the uh, DNS addresses come out as well that are from OpenDNS. It's not that difficult. Okay. I was going to add, that's my next question. Is it complicated? It's all relative. I can't change my own oil, so it's all relative. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, do you have a recommendation for a router? Like I said with the last caller, I'm in the market myself for one. I would tell you to look yeah. at a couple hundred dollar range. Um, the Asus has got some pretty serious routers out there. Um, we're going to yeah. put a link up there for the CNET uh, review that I kind of referenced. CNET is always yeah. doing comparisons. I'm not so sure they're fully unbiased. I think they get paid for some of their recommendations. But at least it gives you the idea of what's out there that you can compare the different features and services and how much you want to spend on a router. It's a good way to start. All right. And once Thank I pick mine, I'll let you know what I choose. I have to get it through committee first. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Joe. You guys have a great day. Thanks you a too. lot. You too. Good luck. All right, we're going to step out for a quick break. we got two lines open. This is Computer Talk. Mark and Mark, hang on. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I want to bring up a real quick thing. Uh you got community band season starting up again there half the holidays, and Southington is starting their own community alumni band. And, of course, I'm a part of it, as is most of my family. And uh, it's kind of cool to be able to be a part of a band with your kids now that they're all graduated and, and you can come back and start playing. Uh, we call it an adult band, but, of course, we all wear clothes. And uh, it's, at, it's in Southington. starts at 6.30 on Wednesdays. And if you're interested, uh, if you're a Southington alumni or you're in the Southington area, you want to be part of a, a community band, um, they're starting one up in Southington, which is extremely exciting. I'm already part of the Bristol Brass and Wind in, in Bristol, which is a Tuesday band, and tremendous organization, and I'll still be part of that. Uh, but it's really exciting to have the same thing available now in Southington um, and to have my, my boys join me and my wife, and, and it's just uh, the greatest thing to be able to sit there and, and play some amazingly cool mu music uh, with your family. And of course, your town's your town the town family as well. So uh, very excited about that. It's so on Wednesdays at six thirty at the high school. Let's go to um, your calls. You're going to go to Mark in Canton next. Hey, Mark, what's up? Hey, good morning. Um, I'm calling in reference to the woman that wants to cut the cord on her telephone. Yeah. Um, I've been using for the past year this product called Google Voice. Yep. Uh, um, which is totally free. Yep. I bought a. OB2 adapter to bridge it. Okay. There's a $5 fee to port it to a track phone. All right. And then port it to your, your Google Voice. Yeah, and Google Voice does not have the all, the all the FCC fees that the UMA folks are stuck with paying, right? Nope, it doesn't. And yeah. it's great because I now forward my messages to my cell phone, and it comes across as a text message, yep. an email, or a voicemail. Or and you can take the if call. I call back from my cell phone. Yeah. It says I'm calling from my home phone or my office phone. Right. Yeah, Google Voice is a good alternative. It's a, uh, we've had people talk about it before, and we can put a link up there for her for that as well. Um, yeah, there's great directions online on how to set it up, and yep. um, it's great if you need to go back and look at who called you. There's a record of everything. You just type in a person's name or town or anything. It'll tell you everybody that called from that town. Yeah. 
Well, it's, we were we were just so, so far ha- for me. Knock on wood, it's been a wonderful product. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, we'll put a link up there for you. At our house, nobody was answering the landline, anyways. So we just right. finally cut the cord. It took me years to get that through committee. And, yep. Well, uh, I had a small business and yeah. trying to run a small business around election time with all the political phone calls and such. Yeah, um, it was it was terrible. Yeah. This way, you can actually text customers back from your your home phone line too. Oh, that's true. You become even more capable. Yep. So cool. numbers that you couldn't usually text from, like a six five eight number or six nine three, you can now text from too. Very good, Mark. I appreciate the call. The only downfall, though, Eric, is yeah. you don't have nine nine eleven features on this. And that's a good point. Voice over IP's technology can be a little little squirrely when it comes to nine one one. And uh, so good. Now that would probably be a problem for her because I think the reason people hold on to their darn landlines is really one of those that primary feature of nine eleven. Um, yep. And I think that's why they do it. So I well, you could always have nine eleven on your cell phone attached to your hip at all times. And then, and my point would be to get rid of the other line altogether. Yep. You know, but your point, you had a reason for it. But I hear you. So good point. Yeah, Thank you for bringing small that up. Business, and I didn't want to give up that number I've had for over twenty years. Yep, very important. I, I just didn't want to pay for it anymore. <laughs> I don't blame you, Mark. Thanks for the call. Okay, take care. Yep, take care. Bye bye. He makes a good point there. But yeah, voice over IP and nine eleven is a little. A little squarely. Let's go to Mark in East Hartford. Hey, Mark, what's up? Oh, hey, how's it going, man? We only have a two-minute window here, not even. So, okay, you, real you quick, helped me, you helped me last year, uh, last week, and you posted the video. You posted the the post, and I went on your site and I couldn't find it. Oh, so I, I, we, I hired a kid, and I hired another kid who's a tech genius, and I'm having the same problem. You told me to uh, remove and reinstall. Yeah. And it did not work. Uh, it was happening. So, um, yeah, so I had them do it, and then nothing. nothing's happened. It's just not printing. Now, I, got, I did get the – it does – I changed the toner on it, and it does copy. And it, I haven't tried faxing yet, but it probably will if it's, it's copying. Yep. So um, um, there's got – is there another way that – this is the only thing that I could think of is I went to another computer guy yeah. and he showed me how to because it's a, a three functioning unit. Yeah, hey Mark, we're running out of time. We're running out of time. I should have. I'm gonna have to potch it down. He's had that issue with that printer for a while. He's had a couple of geniuses work on it for him, but uh, I don't have an answer for him. I don't know why his printer's not working the way it is. We gave him all the advice we possibly could give him. Um, you may have to bring it back to the manufacturer or to a local store. I want to thank all you guys for joining me us on this Saturday morning before the snow. Hope you got your milk. Hope you got your bread. Everything's been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. If you go over to Facebook and like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook and the, uh, the information gets over to your news feed, you can thank Mark Zuckerberg for that. I want to thank Matt for producing. Stick around. Dr. Alessi's up next. See you next week. a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.